Orange in the Central West's 105.1 Triple M. We're brought to you thanks to Harvey Norman in the Orange Grove Homemaker Centre. Let's catch up with the Federal Member for Clare, Andrew G's online. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Good morning, everyone. Great to be back on Triple M. Now, I uh, noticed and I saw on social media that you had given a speech in Parliament on the Great Western Highway. You've called the Minister to reinstate the the over $2 billion that's been taken away, and you've also asked for a meeting with her in that speech. Uh, It was a very, to the point, choice of words. (laughs) Well, I didn't mince words, Neil, because... Like everyone else in our region, I feel very strongly about this. There wouldn't be a single person living in the Central West who hasn't been caught in a traffic jam at some point trying to get in and out of Sydney, and it's only getting worse. I think the the real salt in the wound is that Infrastructure Australia has said that this project, the Great Western Highway, would build uh, regions and regional New South Wales Even the minister herself has said that this project is needed and that the money um, was still on the table. She said that earlier this year. And now it's just basically been snatched. This is the biggest snatch and grab job that I can remember in federal government infrastructure history. And it comes on the back of the $27.8 million that was taken from Dixon's Long Point and the $12.5 million from the second racetrack at Mount Panorama. And I think it just shows, and this is what I said in the speech, that this government doesn't understand country communities and how important it is to improve key transport links between the city and the bush. It's an outrageous cut and a shameful episode. Yep, yep, absolutely right. Uh, I was chatting to the Mayor of Cowra, Ruth Fagan, and they're trying to get a uh, second bridge, which I'm sure you're aware of, uh, installed there, and they've got to go to a state Labor government asking them for money. I wish her all the very best of luck with that one. Now, uh, we move on to something that is most concerning... Now, Andrew, I have heard and I've seen some story about uh, some trouble that uh, was received at your place in the form of an unwanted package that was sent to you, uh, not to your office. And what's most concerning, it was sent to your private address. What can you tell us about this? What you say is true. I did recently receive a package sent by Australia Post to my home. The sender's address on the package appeared to be fictitious. And my family and I, including my children, were very shocked and concerned that our home was being targeted because you don't know who's sending this. And in accordance with the protocols, I notified the Australian Federal Police and they in turn contacted Orange Police, who've been very professional. They swiftly investigated and found that the package had been sent using a fake name, fake address and fake signature, and it was paid for with cash. Now, the CCTV at the post office revealed that the sender of the package is the chair of the Calair Federal Electorate Council of the New South Wales National Party, Janelle Culverson. Now, she is a former Caban Shire councillor. And aside from the remaining state MPs, she's the most senior National Party member in the region. The package contained empty wine bottles, bearing labels carrying an insulting message. And when confronted by police last weekend, she admitted to sending it. Now, I haven't spoken to her since January. I don't regard her as a friend. And this was no joke because the sending of the package and the steps taken to conceal her identity created fear, anxiety and stress for our whole family, including my children. They don't deserve this. By this package being sent to my home, it creates the worry that your house is being watched and that you and your family members may be in danger or at risk. And you ask yourself, well, what are they going to do next? What is this anonymous 
and faceless person going to do next? Because you don't know. This is nasty, vicious and spiteful politics. It's the National Party operating in the shadows. And because of the impact this has had on my whole family, I've contacted the Australian Federal Police and asked them to review whether a federal offence has been committed. And that's where it is. Okay. Uh, Well, that's terrible news uh, that your family have had to go through this. That's first and foremost, and yourself as well, mate. And uh, I can just see why so many people are turning away from the National Party if they wish to carry on and behave in this manner. Certainly not the party I grew up with, Neil. Uh, Mate, let's move on. You're at Stuart Town. I love a good time capsule story. (laughs) These are always uh, good when they're unearthed. Yeah, this is a funny one. Uh, 50 years ago, Sir Robert Askin, who was born at Muckawar, out near Stuart Town, went out to uh, bury and seal up a time capsule. And so he was out there. Um, in 1973, and it was just after the famous incident where (laughs) Lyndon Johnson, the US president, had been out and there was an anti-Vietnam war protest at the time and he was caught, um, I think, by the radio or the TV. I think it was Mike Carlton that caught him saying, run the bastards over. So (laughs) just after that, he was at Stewarttown doing this time capsule. And so there was this big standoff between the media and also Sir Robert, who didn't want anything to do with them. And Richard Ede from Stuart Town told the story on the weekend that he was caught in the middle. Water did get into the capsule, so we had to drain the water out. But the letters and mementos were in remarkably good condition. And you had some beautiful letters written from 50 years ago from people to uh, their descendants, basically saying, you know, I hope you're having a happy life. We're living a happy life in 1973. One lady even wrote that we even have a washing machine with ringer so you know the old ringers that you had on the washing machine that was that was a big thing in 1973 so yeah congratulations to the stewart town community and there were so many people people from all around the country came to pick up the treasures uh that their ancestors had left them and it was a beautiful thing and there were some interesting ones too young uh johnny farnham featuring on the cover of tv week in 1973 there was a bert newton there and a Opera House lift out as well uh, wow. because the Opera House opened in 73. Yeah, wow, absolutely fantastic. I'm watching some uh, video footage as we speak of uh, the gentleman draining the water out of that capsule. It was about, about <laughs> the size of a, a, an outside water heater, hot water heater. Yes, yeah, that's what it was. They covered it in fiberglass, uh, and I think Sir Robert must have done the, the final sealing with the fiberglass before they dropped it in the hole <laughs> near the park. Goodness me, there was some water in it, wasn't there? It wasn't just a bit. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, well, it's great news that uh, those items uh, stayed in reasonably good, Nick. Now, finally, mate, uh, Canobus High graduation. There's a lot of that going on for you at the moment, I'd imagine. Yeah, I just wanted to give a big shout-out to the students at Canobus High who've had a big year. They had their grad dinner, and uh, you'd call it like a passing-out ceremony at the ex and that was on last week, last Friday night. Um, congratulations to them all. There are some great things happening at Canobolis High and the teachers there are very dedicated. So it was just an honour to join those students. And they probably don't get the recognition they deserve, our teachers, including the ones at Canobolis High. So thank you all of the teachers out there. I know it's a really busy time running into Christmas, but we do appreciate everything that you do. And if folks, if you do get a chance to drop into Canobolis High for any reason, there are some very exciting programs going on there and the kids are doing really well. So 
Um, I'm always very, very pleased and happy to get out and support them. And shout out to Frankie and Jared, who did a great job hosting their The Leaders for 2024. Absolutely. I'm with the Federal Member for Calair, Andrew G. Nice to chat as always, mate. You take care. Have a good day. Thanks, Hang on the show, Neil.